The Off the Huzzle Podcast would like to thank all their sponsors, TaylorMade Golf, Last Mountain Distillery, Molson Coors, Rubber Co., and Cutter and Buck Canada. Now, it's time for your starting lineup. The pro hockey player, Turner Ripplinger. The golf insider, Tori Coglin. The original co-host, Troy Koser. And your host, Drew Koser. Now, sit back and enjoy the podcast, Off the Hosel. Hey everybody, we're back with episode Off the Hosel, episode 122. My name is Drew Koser. I'm your host. Not joined by Stat Guy Rip or Troy, but we have on, as always, our good buddy, Tori Coglin, down in Alabama. Tori? Hello. But before we get too far into the podcast, we have to rip off an ad read. The pre-show is brought to you by Rubber Crow. It's founded in 2021, made out of 100% recycled tires and has tons to offer. Offer rubber parking blocks, speed bumps, gym flooring, matting, and now our new hockey devices called the Deflector. Check out the website, www.rubbercrow.com or on social media at rubbercrow. Can call as well, 306-541-9840. Tori and everyone out there, think with your head and choose the right rubber. I, sh- I should I-, I chose the wrong rubber twice. What's All up, right. Drew? Uh, not a whole lot, man. I'm, a- I'm exhausted, but I'm-, I'm ready to go today. Episode 122, we got a good guest on. 15 minutes with him, 13-ish minutes. Uh, he's a golfer. He's a lefty from Saskatchewan, from Saskatoon. He's a young stud. He's a stallion, as they say, um, in NASCAR, I think. Anyways, um, but I'm jacked up, fired up. We had hockey talk. We had PGA talk. Um, we have the live tour talk. Let's get right into it. Like, I mean, where do you want to go with this one? I, I want to start off with golf. Boom. How about this? How about this live tour? <laughs> like it, it, it seemed to me a month ago, maybe two months ago, it was going nowhere. It was yep. just dead. And now all of a sudden she is, she is steaming. Well, and the one thing too, like it just took one person to say, fuck it, I'm going. And yep. then it just domino effect. And now everyone's going like DeChambeau last night, I was playing men's night, him and Patrick Reed both went like bang or like, I heard they offered Tiger Woods a billion dollars to go. Oh my God. I didn't hear that. But I, I, I did see a tweet that was pretty funny. It was it said uh they should play a PGA versus Live Tour Ryder Cup, and whoever loses gets Patrick Reed. And then he ends up joining the next day. But no, I I mean I, I said it I don't know how many weeks ago, but um I don't I don't blame these guys for doing it, you know. They're they're set for life, basically. So so how does it and maybe I'm just not I haven't looked into it as much, but are they on contracts? I I'm I'm not as educated as I should be to be talking about it, well, but I believe they're getting like appearance fees okay. plus like massive, massive purses. Well, and that's so, why the reason why I asked that because you mentioned there's you know, guaranteed money though. Right. Well, that's what, and the reason why I asked that was because you said, you know, guaranteed, you know, the setup for life. You look at MLB players, NFL, 
a guy could play sign for a one day or a one year contract, blow his knee out and make, you know, three and a half million dollars. Yeah. That's ever life. Well, I mean, probably three and a half million dollars living in a basic home. You're, you're good. You're, you're doing all right. So like, <laughs> it's going to take know, me a while to make three and a half schmill. Right. So, you know, a, an average golfer goes there and plays, you know, whatever plays an event and maybe wins one or top 10, like he's good. Yeah. He, he can retire ultimately, but these guys nope, do have I, expensive I, bills to pay for and whatnot. That's true. Between taxes, caddies, ex- like travel expenses, it, you know, when you see a guy makes say $300,000, I bet you they take home, I don't know, 140 of that. Like yeah. there's a lot, a lot of expenses. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's, it's no different. You know, people have to take care of themselves and, you know, if this tour is going to provide more resources and more, you know, monetary and whatnot for these guys and, you know, it'd go like, and Jack Nicholas is pretty sure he's like the, one of the, he's like the chairman of the tour. Uh, oh boy. You just absolutely fumbled that. <laughs> is he not it's Greg Norman. Greg, Greg Norman, sorry. Norman. Sorry. Greg Norman. Yeah. No, he, uh, yeah. And he's the king of making money. Yeah. So anyways, Greg Norman, Jack Nicholas, both good players, but they're going to go there. They're going to play. They're going to, you know, I don't, I don't think it hurts the game to be honest. No, I think it's great. I, I bet you golf channel is licking their chops right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like they <laughs> Now they got like two tours. They've got news out the wazoo to talk about. Like this guy's going, this guy's going, this guy's going. This guy got cut. This, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that'd be sweet too. They should have cuts, like try out for the tour. Yeah. I well, mean, they and do they have Q and, school, I guess. But like, so now how does that work now? Do you, do you narrow it down now? Is like, are you trying to qualify for the live tour? Or are you trying to qualify for the PGA tour? Or are you just trying to qualify for your cart for, uh, for your cart? Yeah, like, I know. I, I got no clue. But that's just but my. I'll idea. tell you what. They can sign me up for three hundred k a year, and I'll 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 come join. I love I love to just cover a hole. I just what a shot. He's behind the tree again. <laughs> Dude, oh, men's night last night. Okay, let's get more golf. Last night, so I haven't played golf in two and a half weeks. I shot two over, boated last two holes. Whatever is what it is. I'm fine with my round. I did a shot yesterday. I melt a drive, clearly off target a little bit. Worst bounce ever. I'm dead smack right behind a tree. Can't move it. I had unbelievable punch out. Unbelievable. Little pitching wedge under another tree, over another tree. Made five. But anyways, downtown Dean Brown. Do you see what he shot last night at men's night? I'm going to guess 63. Not only does he break the new course record of 64, he beats his old record of 61. He shot 60 last night. How are you, Dean? And it was so ho-hum. I wasn't even in the group, but he had a shot on 12. We were on 10. It was probably driver 350. I want to say six iron. The new par, par five, 12 at Royal. Hit the shot, and it rolled up to like, three feet i just did this to him from 10 t box and he goes 
like <laughs> I would have been jacked up. Kicks in this eagle. Um, he almost shot 59. But the coolest thing about the whole night was, though, we're all sitting there eating dinner. And he walks in. And it was a standing ovation, man. Like, it, was, it gave me chills. It was so cool to see, like, that's our guy. You know what I mean? But it was. Uh, it, and the funny thing, I don't know Dean as well as you do, but he's probably like, who cares? <laughs> he, he's so, like, just chill about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so after he goes to get, like, because we had steak dinner last night at the Royal. Sick. Um, I go to, like, leave, and I'm like, hey, here to shake his hand. Like, nice work around it. He goes, it must have been the, you know, the pregame talk we had for 30 minutes on the first tee. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Didn't talk one thing about golf. But what what do you hit on? What do you hit on one at Royal? Chief. Bam. Chief, flip wedge. Um, man, but like to shoot 60, I'll send you the card later. It's unlabeled. So clean. There, He starts the back nine, I think, like birdie, birdie, eagle, birdie, birdie, like. Just gross. Sick. Work. So, yeah. Anyways, new course record. Uh, if you are in the need for golf balls with 61 on them and they say brownie, those will be going on sale next week at the Royal Golf Shop because now he has a new number on his golf ball. I'm sure it will be number 60. Uh, he might have to change his hockey number too. He wears 61. Oh, does he really? Yeah. So he might be wearing 60 now. His kid's a good player, isn't he? Good, good golfer, yeah, and he's a good hockey player too. No, no hockey player, sorry. Yep, he's about uh, he'll, be, he'll be going in the draft uh, as this drops. He'll be going in the draft tomorrow in the Saskatchewan Junior League, and then uh, he plays the Pack Canadians. Here we go. So, yeah. Anyhow, uh, let's go to congrats, Danzadino. Not a big deal downtown. Let's go to Nipwin. Our guest today is Josh Nagy, but we'll talk about uh, you know just you know he wins at even par. He said. And, you know, some good players in that field, man. We talked about it the week prior with Dean. Uh, anyone, anyone could have won that tournament. And to see all those guys at minus one, even after day one, like Klugard and this and that, like Bourne was up there. And, you know, like anyone could have won that, that tournament. Tori, are you good? I'm great. Okay. Usually when you're talking to someone, you look at someone in, in the eyes, but that's okay. Anyways. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm watching the game right now. Sorry. You, you as a previous winner and a previous guy that was close to winning two and three years, we talked with Nanny's a little bit about it, but like just how hard is that tournament to win? Clearly I couldn't do it because I, I was three times out of the five years I played was day one leader. It's hard, man. I it's, don't know what it is. It's pretty damn hard. I was probably like one for seven. <laughs> I don't know. It's, but it, I said last week and we, we talked about it with Cole par is a good score. Like you just, if you can just, just make pars, that's it. But I'll tell you what, I would rather watch the final round than watch the PGA tour with the amount there was God, like 19 guys within three shots. Yeah. Like, there, it was anyone's tournament after one round. And that's when golf's at its best, man. I love it. That oh, right there. Dude, the I dog was fired fights. up. I, like, I couldn't wait to see what happened. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it amazes me, like, just the scores. Like, I mean, 
and a lot of few guys, a lot of guys shot one under day one. And like, you know, I referred back to when I shot it, my, I shot 70 the one year and like I, I three whacked 18 with Dean. Dean's like, just go for it. Like make a birdie this year, 69. I was so worried about not, I don't know what I was worried about. Right. That's why my head case sometimes, mm -hmm. but I shot 70. I've shot 71, 70. Lowest I ever shot there is 70, which is, I think, a good score, especially in, in a tournament. But, Hell yeah. like, it shocks me that people can't go 67, 66, 65 no, it's on that golf board. course. And it's no disrespect it to the golf course at all. It's a great golf course. No, it's like Dean was saying, the course records, what, what did he say, 66 last week? Yeah. Like, it, that, that just blows my mind. Because I, I feel like it's not a hard golf course. It's just hard to to make a lot of birdies and to not make some bogeys, right. basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But anyhow, so good playing by everyone. But it was a tight tournament right to the end. And, you know, congrats to Nags on that one and uh, everyone that, you know, was in the running there and played well. And, um, yeah, it's such a good event. And Dean does such a good job. And, that's the 18th annual of the social wealth open. And, you know, I think the people can't wait to play the 19th. So when that comes out next year, make sure you get your name in there and, and, and playing it. Cause it's a, it's a hell of an event. Absolutely. I wish they would have had the bet 99 going there. Cause I would have nailed a lot of the top 10. Uh, I wanted to bring up another point about golf. It's hard. Shoot. Hockey talker, yes. It is what it is. Okay. So, did you watch much of the Oilers and Colorado series? Uh, I, I watched I watched two games, two full games, and then a lot of highlights. Okay. So it surprised me. What were your okay, here. podcast is over four? Number one was did Edmonton have enough to win or even you know win a game or even win the series? And two, what do you think that what hurt them the most? I I just feel like Colorado just played good. Like, and you see this in, in playoffs all the time. Like teams play, you know, differently in different series. Like right. they'll be hot one series, cold one. Like, like, like I really don't think they were outmatched talent-wise, but you know. Well, losing Kane, they lost him late, so that didn't really matter. But I don't know. It just they they just got outmatched, I guess. It, and you know, Troy's going to say it was goaltending, and uh, I can't really disagree. Like Mike Smith jumps around all over the place; he's going out everywhere. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not a hockey expert, but I just no, but play like, one on TV. The reason why I ask that is because. And what I saw was they just one, you got to score more goals in their team to win. That's just hockey one-on-one or sport one-on-one more often than not uh, in, in golf and being more birdies than the other guy, but um, they scored up goals one and they dug themselves a hole right away. Like they just didn't, I didn't, they called out so good. I'm excited. Yeah. I hope Tampa can get through. I want the Rangers to do well too, but if Tampa could play Colorado, that would be like best on best. Like mono That's what I'm cheering for. Like that would be an unbelievable seven games. Like, let's go. Like, I think that would be a great series. As, <laughs> wrong. as we speak, 
Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay and New York are tied zero zero. So what is fact. it two two right now in that series? Yep. Yep. And they're back at home, right? And they're in New York. Yep. Okay. So that means okay, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go to our uh, you know, our bet ninety nine. You got the ad read there. Let's do a bet ninety nine ad read and our and, and your picks uh for tonight's game. And you know, let's do you know, just to win the series and maybe cup. Do do uh, win the series, win the cup, but do an ad read. So by the by the way, guys, last week I I feel like I was pretty hot. I called Devander Kane to score. Boom. Me too. Called Connor McDavid to get over two and a half po- or one and a half points. I think. Boom. <laughs> Did not get the Edmonton win, and there was one other bet. I, anyways, one other one I got. Manson. But um, visit Bet ninety nine. The sign-up code is off the hosel one, and then the number one, all one word. So visit them if you want to play some bets. Um, bet responsibly. Know your limits, but it's fun, man. There's all sorts of stuff you can do on there. Boom! Bet ninety nine. Do it. Play it. Play nope. safe. Nope. Um, okay, so While Tori, let's go. This. I'm going to take right now. Um, Colorado to win the cup. It's an easy okay. pick right now because they're into the final already. They, uh, Colorado to win the cup tonight. I'm going to pick, um, uh, is it Joel Cop? Is that his name? Andrew Cop. Uh, yeah, I think it's Andrew. I think. Andrew Cop to score. I think. I'm going to to score. And oh. I'll take the Kucher off the score is like me taking a piss in the morning. So, well, okay, fine. I'll take top the score. <laughs> I'll take foot the score. And I'll take the under in the game. Under okay. four. Under four? All right. Well, I'm going to go a lot of opposites of you i'm give me over four and a half and for for new york i'm gonna go just for odd purposes i'm going straight on odds give me fox because he's a d-man what's that i think you're good you're a clown and for tampa again for odds give me uh cory perry Scory Perry. I like it. Okay, and who's going to win the cup? Colorado, Tampa. Tampa. See, I've said that all along too, but I really... So, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't actually think they're going to win, but I want them to win. Like, I think that would be so cool if Patty Maroon got four in a row. Like, that's so nasty. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll 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 stick with Colorado just because whatever. No. Fuck that. No. Tampa Bay's gonna win the cup. Tampa Bay's gonna win the cup. Props to score tonight. Uh, Foots in a score tonight. And then yeah, Tampa wins the cup again, three in a row. Uh, okay. Quickly here, Tori, we are going to PGA Talk again. Uh, RBC Canadian Open started to today. Um, that's great news. Dale Trail, cousin Dale, is on the bag for Adam Spencer this week. Canadian. So. If you're out there in watching the event, say hi to Dale. Buy a dog father hat. Have a pork <laughs> missile. 
And, or just uh, buy him a dog. And uh, and buy him a dog. Okay. Uh, Tori, anything else here for your to guest today? Josh Nagy. Uh, he he was awesome, man. Like he he's very. I wouldn't say quiet, but just uh, pretty humble. And uh, no, he seems like a great kid, and uh, obviously is a great talent. Yeah. He's won a bunch of stuff. You know, I asked. Well, I don't want to give it away, but he he's won some stuff. We'll put it that way. But yes, sir. No, he was awesome. All righty. Well, here's uh, episode 122 with Josh Nagy. We hope you enjoy it. Off the Hustle is proudly presented by Cutter and Buck Clothing. Cutter and Buck Clothing is crafted for your active lifestyle, engineered for exceptional versatility, so it'll be perfect for work, work from home, travel, date night, golf, walking, boating, hiking, and entertaining. Their clothing is thoughtfully engineered with performance features like moisture wicking, stretch, UPF for sun protection, and with easy care and time-saving features such as durable collars, added spandex, and blended fabrics that are comfortable and stylish. Cutter & Buck shares their commitment to sustainability with their commitment to sustainable products, sustainable operations, and sustainable production. When you choose Cutter & Buck clothing, you are getting the genuine spirit of the Pacific Northwest. Check out Cutter & Buck on all their social media platforms. All righty, pleased to have on today, Off the Halls of Podcast, um, from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, stud, lefty, smothers the golf ball. Uh, I've had the pleasure of playing golf with him in the past. He's he's a treat to watch. Let's just put it that way. Um, Josh Nagy, currently the 18th annual Scotia Wealth Open winner. Um, you know, we also have Tori on today, as, as everyone would have heard in the pre-show. But uh, Nags, congrats first off. Um, man, we're getting right into it here. Walk us through, uh, you know, the big win this past weekend. Yeah, um, had a pretty good uh, first day I had a great group with Roman and Ty and um, was just able to get a couple putts to drop coming in and um, yeah going in the second day not many birdies in our entire group but was able just to kind of keep the ball in play make a lot of pars and then um, yeah that was pretty much it a lot of fairways a lot of greens and then luckily enough I was able to win let me stop you right there that if that's not the tv group on cbs Roman and Ty and you, my God. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, Ty was playing pretty good uh, that round and then um, a hiccup here or there coming in. But uh, yeah, it was fun to play. It's always a treat to play with those guys. Awesome. So correct me if I'm wrong, Jim Bourne, Danny Kluger, yourself, Justin Wood, and Deal Norman all tied at minus one after day one, correct? Yeah, yeah. So – you're a stud. I've seen it around that you, you just, nothing bothers you on the golf course, kind of like a left-handed DJ. Um, you know, you got a little strut going on. Walk us through, like, are you like just one shot at a time? Or are you worried about what's going to happen next? I mean, like, you know, they have five of those guys at the top, all good players. And then even guys like, you know, Ryder and Sweeney's all behind you with, you know, a couple shots behind, you know, where's your head at, you know, day two. And then just kind of as the day goes on. Honestly, just like, to start the round, just kind of see what the course has given me, um, get a feel for the greens. And uh, like, it was pretty firm and fast. So I wasn't really too concerned about going for pins or anything like that. Pars were good scores on most of those holes. And then um, check the leaderboard here and there on the front nine. And then kind of once I got to about 14 is when I was like, 
believe I was up by one or two. So all I really had to do was par in, maybe pick a bogey here and there and I should be fine. But um, yeah, nothing really crazy, I guess. But uh, those guys behind me, you know, they can go on a stretch, but it's nice when you're the last group, you know what everyone else has done. So you can kind of gauge on what you have to do. Yeah, check the leaderboard, a couple Snapchats, you know, you're, you're, you're good to go. Um, <laughs> so I heard the greens day one were like a hard, like a, like if a plane landed on runway, just hard as rock. And then day two, they were just soaked or not soaked, but they were a lot softer. Yeah, definitely. Day one, it was like, they were crazy firm. I haven't played anything like that in a while since I've been back, but day two was definitely a little softer, but they're still pretty firm. So it wasn't like nine day difference, but they were definitely a little softer. Day two. Right. Tori? Uh, so Josh, who, so who do you play with in the second round? I played with Danny and Jim Bourne. Oh, oh my God. Another hole. I should, I kicked myself for not picking Jim Bourne as my dark horse last week. Did you listen to the podcast last week? No, I did not. Do you ever? I, yeah, I've actually listened to <laughs> most of your guys' episodes. Okay. That's All right. Do you ever? <laughs> I'm just laughing to myself because you were like, you were just, you you kind of pumped my you didn't you unintentionally pumped my tires you were like par is a good score and last week i was saying dude par is a good score in everyone you just make pars that's all you got to do yeah magic happens yeah especially starting off on a 600 yard par five like not trying to push anything there yeah <laughs> no no that's it's a sweet course and what a great field though like I, i'm i'm proud of you for winning that Cause that's such a cool tournament to win. Like where, it, where, where does that rank for you as far as like wins? Cause you've had a lot of wins. Yeah, that would be up there for sure. I think um, the future links, the Prairie future links would probably still be my like favorite one, I guess. Oh yeah. That's a big dog there. The final round 66 was pretty cool. Um, That'll work. Yeah, This is definitely top three for sure. Nice. Shit. Okay, so what's next now, like for you? Is it like, are you are you done school now? No, I'm going into my fourth year. So going into your fourth year, and then is the plan to play pro after that? Then, yeah, I'm gonna go back uh, for a fifth year as well. I got that COVID year, so nice. I'm gonna postpone my undergrad for another year and then graduate, and then um, hopefully try professional and see how that goes. How how do you like it in Pennsylvania? It's awesome. We're like. 20 minutes west of the downtown Pittsburgh. So we're close enough to get there, but far enough to stay out of trouble. Attaboy. Hey, and, and that's Robert, Robert Morris. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Robert okay. Robert. Right on. Yeah. Robert, Robert Morris. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Hey, last week I said Tyros when I, when I meant to say tires. Um, yeah. Josh, I want to, I want to ask because every player that plays in Nipwin, myself included, when I played, thinks that they can just, you know, 67, 66, 68. Like, when you played your practice round, like, what would you fire? I don't know if you keep scoring your practice round, but I think that the low round of there, like, could be attainable to beat it. But then I feel like just coming down to a tournament, it's just tougher and tougher, and, and things just get tighter. Yeah, I played pretty well in the practice round, actually. It was me, Stephen Dusher, Brad Moser, and Alex Swinner, and we had a little match going. There were a lot of birdies to be made by everyone, but – uh I don't know exactly, like even a couple under, but definitely a lot made a lot more birdies than I did in the tournament. Does, does your brother still play? Uh, 
not so much tournaments, but he'll kind of go beat around Riverside with me. Oh, okay. So, so Josh, you probably have no clue who I am, but the last time I saw you, you were about eight years old, just chugging hot dogs on the golf cart with your dad. Yeah, nothing's changed. I, I still remember his member number. <laughs> really? Uh, does it start with a four and end with a two? Yeah, it does. Yep. <laughs> wow. Psycho. It's weird. Um, <laughs> I want to ask the hardest hole for you at Nifflin. 14, the part five. Really? Really? Yeah. With trees Why on so- both sides. Wow. So what? Why does that bother you? Um, you can't really miss your driver, and then kind of coming down. I knew yeah. I was up by one or two at that time, so it was, uh, had to get the ball in play there. So I put driver away and hit hybrid. Wow. Okay. You, I you did not see that one coming. What's that? You go that hole one time. Did I eagle it? No, I three whacked it, and oh. when I lost by one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> From eight hey, feet. I'm pretty sure. Hey, did, did Sean McNall not win 1,300 and, and change on that hole in the skins? Yeah, I think he did. He made I a think three a for thir- 1,300 and change. Oh, nice little skinny? Yeah. Oh, yeah, skin bop. He called the other day. I was like, what? So. Like, I, I, I always thought 10 and 11 were the two hardest holes. Yeah, 10. What do you, what well, do you hit off 10, Josh? I hit like a little kind of punch hybrid out there to like 160 170 nasty what do you think hey what do you think is the easiest hole uh 16 is pretty easy fair i doubled that when i lost by one two boom snap hook into the bush and maybe easiest is it it seven the short par four yeah yeah eight's par three nines yeah i think seven's pretty easy yeah, you can get there with a forearm pretty much. Yeah, you, you can either make you know seven or three. Yeah. Driver for me. I'm a I'm a bunt. Okay, next. I want to go into quickly here, college, and then uh obviously what you're doing next. Um, I'm sure you have some more tournaments this summer, but uh how much has college helped you, you know, come back and play? Like I said, I've played with you before and you know, you're a machine out there, but going down there, playing golf down south and then you know, heading back here. And then just uh, continue to play golf, you know, almost every day. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit different, not uh, like playing, not year round, but throughout the fall where you used to kind of hang up the clubs and play hockey. But uh, I'm not too sure, like just being around like my teammates, like constantly pushing me in practice and qualifying everything, I think has really helped. Like every round we play competitive is competitive, whether it's qualifying or just playing for a little bit of side money but um i think that's just the main thing is just always playing against people that push you how how has your college career gone so far uh my freshman year wasn't the best and then my and then it got cut short due to covid and then my sophomore year we didn't have a fall season because of covid and then the spring season once again wasn't the best and i got covid so i had to sit out for a little bit and then this past year is pretty good i uh had the all-time scoring average record until our last tournament. A um, couple top threes, a couple seconds. Um, yeah, it was pretty good this year. That's awesome. Good. good for you, man. All-conference, which was nice. And you're an all-star, right? Wasn't it a second-team all-star or first-team all-star? 
Second team all conference. All conference. All star. buddy. That's yeah, awesome. Nasty. Good work. Uh, okay, so what's next up on the doctor for you for tournaments here? Um, going to the Glencoe next week sometime, and then after that, the Elkridge Open. That's it. We ever. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're such a fucking idiot. That's sick, though. Hey, have you ever played the Glencoe? Yeah, I played it last year. Okay, I was gonna tell you, get the banana bread. <laughs> so good. I uh, well, I didn't get it last year. Oh, you got to get it. Sounds good. But so, so how did you, uh, how did you get into the Elkridge Open? Um, I got the sponsors exemption. I that's kind of where I learned to play golf. My grandparents live up there. Uh huh. So I got it last year through like their junior program, something like that. So. Uh, played well in it last year, and then when I was down at school, I was informed that I'd be getting it again this year. So that's nice. nice. It's going to be a little different feel this year. Yeah, it should be quite a bit stronger. So <laughs> yeah. I saw last year there was a guy shooting like 91. Yeah, yeah. I think someone shot 100 too. So, <laughs> oh my God. That's okay. Tori, well, anything else here for, uh, for the stud Josh Nagy? What's that? Any more questions for Josh here? Uh, yeah, let's go low round. What's your low round, Josh? On uh, tournament or just? Whichever. I shot 62 with my uncle in Arizona last uh, Christmas. That'll work. How, how many strokes do you give old uh, Troy? Um, I don't know. He's been putting a lot of time at the range, so I might have to give him a couple <laughs> left. I'd do it right now. I think it's around like seven or eight. Is he, is he still living in uh, Arendale? No, uh, we moved to uh, Lakeview. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we're did did you guys grow up on Collins? Yeah, we did. Okay. No, my you, you know the Newtons. Uh, no, I, I don't. Okay. Well. You missed out on that. Never mind. I'm just gonna leave that there. Couple, couple of rocket launchers. But okay. Anyways, Nags, any uh, any shout outs for today's pod? For you're on episode 122, uh, Bob Any shout outs for the boys? Um, I don't know. Probably just my teammates down at school and uh, oh, we'll around here. I guess uh, DP obviously for sitting here beside and listening. Um. Cole, Steve, Griff. I don't really know. Everyone, I guess. What, when do you head back down? Uh, end of August. Okay. So here, I got I got a random. Here's a question from the gallery. Where, where do you fly through? I drive. Okay, nice. That's even better. Yeah, I drive to uh, Fargo, then through Chicago, then down to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know that drive. Well, to Chicago, at least. Right on. Yeah. Okay, Nags. Uh, like I said, episode 122. Man, I appreciate you coming on today. Um, don't quit being good at golf because you're good at it. You have a long career. Um, you know, we're happy that you you won the event. Uh, what, did you, what did you finish in? One under? Even. Even. Even, Steven. That's okay. Even's good enough to win it. Uh, Josh, Nagy, thanks for coming to the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Lost Mountain Distilleries spring seasonal releases are here. They have a ton of great options for this spring and summer, like Hibiscus Lime Vodka, Sweet Tea Vodka, 
local coconut vodka, and local watermelon vodka. With the nice weather coming, it's time to get out on the patio and enjoy a taste of Saskatchewan from Last Mountain Distillery, Saskatchewan's first micro distillery. Keep an eye out for the ready-to-drink beverages, raspberry mojito, gin fizz, and mango seltzer, which are coming soon. Can't make it out to the distillery in Lumsden? No problem. Their products are available online or at most retailers across the province. Head to lastmountaindistillery.com to learn more. Alrighty, episode 122 completed with Josh Nagy. Uh, he's a lefty, smothers the ball, as I mentioned. I had to play with him in Swift Current for two days at the, uh, the men's Sam. Uh, he's, a, he's a good dude, uh, really good dude, fun to play with. Uh, he'll be a hell of a player. Um, he already is, but down the road for sure. So hope everyone enjoyed the interview with Josh. Um, Tori, we want to wrap this up here. So I think we're going to do another bet 99 here and talk about the RBC Canadian Open briefly. Uh, we're both going to pick a guy to win. And yeah, go Bolt. Or no, go Avalanche. I said, I think. I'm cheering for everyone. <laughs> Cheer. Fuck. Yeah, rip off a quick bet 99 here and let's get her going. Tell me the odds, actually, too, if you don't mind when I say my guy. Thank you. Uh, I, I don't have the odds in front of me. Okay. But who who is your guy? Go ahead and say it. So my guy to win this weekend is Adam Svensson. You are riding the Dale Trail. I am riding it. So I, I, I've got two, and again, I don't have the odds in front of me, but I'm I, I'm going to take a Canadian and a Alabama alum. Uh-huh. I'm going to go, I like Adam Hadwin, and I like Lee Hodges. I think I picked him once before, actually, Lee Hodges. I like it. Good player. There it is. Play, plays out of Athens, Alabama. I love it. Hey, also, a lot of people love the... The Alabama stuff we had on the podcast, uh, Wilson there. Wilson was so good. A lot of good <laughs> comments awesome. on that one, buddy. So nice work on that one. Well, I um, hope so because he's 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 awesome. He's he's gonna do something. So Tori, when we picked these players again, what app are we using? We're using bet99.com, or you can download the app bet99, bet responsibly. And use the sign-up code off the hosel one, all one word. There it is. Bet responsibly, play responsibly, know your limit. Bet ninety-nine. Um, beauties off the hosel one. Sign up today, uh, Tori. This has been a pleasure as always. Uh, I love jamming these out with you. Uh, episode one twenty-two. We're in on another guest for next week, and the next week, and the next week, and the next week. So, um, Tori, you go. Where's uh, Troy at? And, where is Troy? Yeah, we we missed Troy. We I don't know. He just we, didn't answer his phone we, today. We so. might need to put him on the the old uh, the old milk carton. <laughs> where is Troy? Let me put out a, a tweet. Where's Troy at? Um, okay, that's it for this week. Episode one twenty two. Josh Nagy, Bet ninety nine, uh, RBC Canadian Open. Obviously, pre and post show are brought to you by Rubber Co. Check them out today. You need rinks. Uh, flooring, rubber flooring, matting, parking blocks, curb ramps, you name it. Rubber Co's got it. Think with your head and choose the right rubber. Tori, we'll talk to you next week. Everyone out there listening, 
Tori, what's up? One more thing. Congrats, Josh, and congrats, Dean, and his committee on another fantastic tournament. That is all. There it is. Everyone else out there listening, we hope you have a good rest of the week, weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. See ya.